1: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. As always, it's a, p- a pleasure to be with you. Hope you were having a wonderful start to your Wednesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Road to Atlanta podcast, and the Battery Power podcast, all of which have new shows available for you to listen to on the Battery Power Podcast Network, free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we will be. And we look for you to subscribe. You can also find us through BatteryPower.com as well as at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. My name again is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves, were going into... Tuesday night's game against the Washington Nationals, a, a bit on their heels. You know, we talked about it on yesterday's episode, talking about how on Sunday and Monday, the Braves had, you know, unfortunately experienced some some troubles, you know, from, you know, the ineffectiveness of uh um, Ian Anderson, the ineffectiveness of You Noah, both not being able to control their pitches and both eventually getting into too much trouble, where a key hit from the Nationals lineup and from the Reds lineup led to two straight losses. We also discussed that the Braves' offense was not able to really take advantage of opportunities that were there to get back in those games. So, we come off two straight losses in which the pitching overall for the Braves was certainly lackluster, and now you go into Tuesday's game, last night's game, in which The Braves basically, in an attempt to keep their pitchers as fresh as possible, entering the start of the season, they had on Monday night, they had gone through a couple of different starting options that that could have made sense on Tuesday in Spencer Strider and Tucker Davidson. So the end result was the Braves making roster moves that resulted in rookie right-hander Bryce Elder making his major league debut. Now For much of the spring and leading up to the 2022 season, it certainly seemed that Bryce Elder was going to be someone that could make his debut at some point in time this season. Outside of Spencer Strider, who absolutely was the darling of the Braves minor league system last year, Bryce Elder also moved his way quickly through the system, as was expected when he was drafted. He moved quickly through the Braves' system to become another option the Braves could utilize. And last night, it was Bryce Elder, it was his type of pitching style, his type of overall approach to the game that was really needed. A pitcher who very much knew how to pitch, who was in control of his stuff, who could efficiently get through the lineup. That's exactly what the Braves needed. They needed someone that could give them the opportunity to get through innings quickly and efficiently so that they wouldn't have to tax their bullpen further. And that's exactly what Bryce Elder did in his major league debut. Now, the roster moves leading up to Bryce Elder being added to the roster, the Braves designated catcher Chadrick Trump, for the ability to add Bryce Elder to the roster. And in another move, the Braves designated right-hander Jacob Webb for assignment to bring in another right-hander reliever in Jackson Stevens. So the Braves made some moves to get some fresh arms on the roster that could allow for them to not have to rely on their regular arms on Tuesday night. So it didn't seem like it may have been the best of setups for the Braves coming off a game in which the Nationals beat them pretty soundly. Now you're going to throw a rookie right hander out there for his major league debut, and you're likely going to have to rely on other arms that, that you would not regularly have to in normal circumstances. But what wound up happening was Bryce Elder absolutely showed why. He could be an exciting addition to the Braves rotation, officially getting through five innings for the Braves, two times through the order. We've talked about that, you know, on the Daily Hammer on numerous occasions. How many of these pitchers after Max Reed, Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson, how many of these pitchers in the starting rotation can effectively and consistently get through the opposing lineup two times without allowing much damage. That's exactly what Bryce Elder did on Tuesday night, allowing only one run in the first inning. And he made it through the opposing, through the Nationals lineup twice until he ran into a bit of trouble in the top of the sixth inning, allowing back-to-back home runs, or excuse me, allowing home runs to Juan Soto and Josh Bell that resulted in him being taken out at the top of the sixth inning, but Bryce Elder did exactly what the Braves are looking for out of the back end of their rotation, making it through the opposing lineup effectively at least twice, but also putting the Braves in a position to win based off their offense, because on the flip side of things, a Braves offense that had struggled over the past two games finally came to life last night, 16 runs overall overall. For the Braves in the 16-4 victory, four home runs, two for, I believe, three home runs actually, two for Marcelo Zuna, one for Ozzy Albies, but that didn't tell the hotel as the basic thing was was that the Braves all night long consistently got on base, consistently got big hits, nine walks compared to only eight strikeouts overall 19 hits, the type of offensive output that you needed to see from this Braves team to show that they certainly are still on track. So after two straight games on Sunday and Monday in which the Braves overall struggled from their rotation to their bullpen to their bats, they got a convincing victory. They got a great debut from Bryce Elder. They were able to show that their offense still certainly can erupt at any point in time and it was contributions up and down the order and perhaps the biggest thing of all, is that Bryce Elder himself, he got through five in two-thirds innings. Jackson Stevens threw 51 pitches last night, so the Braves did not have to utilize any of their main relievers as they go through this stretch of playing 14 straight days to start the season. So overall, just a great bounce-back opportunity for the Braves, a great response from two days' worth of struggles that on many levels have certainly put the Braves in a good position moving forward.
0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So why was it so key for the Braves to be able to get through last night's game without having to utilize many of their main reliefs arms. Well, the reason why that is is, again, because of the stretch that the Braves are going through right now in which they're playing 14 straight games to open the season. But it also is the fact that with how much the bullpen had been utilized over the first five games of the season, you now have the opportunity for the Braves to put together a couple of games where those arms are not going to have to be necessarily relied upon. Bryce Elder taking care of business last night on the mound, and then Jackson Stevens coming in and mop-up duty once the Braves had a big lead. That gave the main Relief Arms one night of rest. Well, then in today's game, which will be going on, you know, earlier in the day, which will be an afternoon game, you've got Ace Max Fried on the mound, and you would anticipate against the Washington Nationals lineup— He potentially can go five, six, seven innings, and you will be able to again see the Braves not have to utilize their or not have to rely on their bullpen so heavily. That is a huge development when you consider the fact that after today, the Braves are heading to the West Coast to face the Padres and the Dodgers, in which they don't have any days of rest. Typically, you would see the Braves get a day of rest before they went out to the West Coast, but this time around, you don't because of that. Having multiple days of potential rest or multiple days in which the Braves are not having to rely on their best relief arms is certainly a huge development. And you also have to certainly look at it this way. I know that it's only six games into the season, but going into today's game with Max Freed on the mound, it is huge for the Braves to be doing that at three and three instead of two and four. Because now you have the opportunity before you head out to the West Coast, you have the opportunity to get to a winning record of 4 and 3 you had you had the ability to win a series when it seemed like to start the series that may be harder than many had previously had thought again there's only so much significance you can put on only one game to start the season, but last night was a huge bounce back victory for the for the Braves coming off two lackluster performances. But we also while we've been talking about the pitching, it should not be lost how impactful the Braves offense was last night. You know, when we when I can only speak for myself, but when I originally looked at yesterday's lineup against Patrick Corbin and I know the Braves certainly have hit Patrick Corbin hard over the past year plus but when you really looked at that lineup after you know Olson or excuse me Albie's Olson Riley and Ozuna, it, it got pretty bleak quickly. Like you were you were having you know with Guillermo Heredia um, Orlando Arcia you know with the struggles of, of Dansby Swanson, there seemed to be a lot of holes in the Braves lineup, and they stood and they stood up, stepped out, standed out. They did an outstanding job producing as they needed to against the left-hander. So while on paper it may not have been that outstanding, the execution was certainly there. But I will also say this, while the Braves are certainly hoping that Travis Darno can continue his great start to the season, Dansby Swanson can find his stroke moving forward, that certainly will help the bottom of the lineup. One key development to start the season that is very good to see is the fact that Marcelo Zuna in the cleanup spot is is absolutely doing a great job of extending the overall success that the Braves are getting out of their second, third, and fourth spots in the lineup. Obviously, Matt Olsen's excellent start to the season is absolutely outstanding. You know, in his first few games as a Brave Austin Riley showing that he has extended all his success from 2021 over to 2022 to start the season, but Marcelo Zuna, obviously for less than ideal reasons, not being available last year, but coming back this year and being available to hit the ball as he is two home runs last night, he's been making hard contact all year, Has done an excellent job driving in runs, seeing Marcelo Zuna produce like he is out of that cleanup spot, he was a huge reason while the Braves were able to have as spectacular of a season as he, they did in 2020. I'm not saying he's going to put together a 60-game stretch of production like he did in 2020, but I am saying that he certainly is showing why, if he can produce as one of the best sluggers in the National League, if he can produce at that level, it makes this Braves lineup even more dangerous than many had previously anticipated, and it becomes even more important for him to produce if the bottom of the order may not be as productive as we once thought. So overall, the Braves, yes, they'd struggled over the past two games, but the fact that they consistently continue to make hard contact, it's going to be easier for them to have these bounce back dominant offensive performances on a consistent basis, especially if Marcelo Zuna is supporting. The top of the order. Great to see the Braves get a bounce back victory, a needed one. It really opens up the opportunity for them to be able to, to, to end the opening homestand with another win today. And an exciting pitching matchup awaits us as the Braves will take the mound early this afternoon against the Washington Nationals. Max Reed it doesn't seem like it's been nearly a week, but Max Reed will take the mound against the Nationals in his second start of the season. Young right-hander Josiah Gray, who the Nationals got last year in the Max Scherzer trade-turner trade with the Dodgers. In my opinion, one of the more exciting young National League arms. He'll take the mound as well for the Nationals. It's going to be a good pitching matchup, but you have to feel confident And after the Braves were able to make the hard contact, were able to capitalize on so many opportunities last night, There should be enough momentum, especially if they can get some runs across the board early. There should be enough momentum to support Max Reed in order to be able to get the win overall a great performance on Tuesday night a great bounce back performance an outstanding debut from Bryce Elder. congratulations to him on his first win and also don't want to take away from what Jackson Stevens did as well over three innings of work did allow one run but overall did an outstanding job in mop-up duty making sure that the Braves bullpen was not utilized when it came to the main arms all in all it could not have worked out better on Tuesday night hopefully That momentum will roll into today's game with Max Reed on the mound against Josiah Gray, and the Braves will be able to end their opening of the season homestand with a series win and a winning record. It'll be a lot of fun to see. Can't thank you enough for tuning into this edition of the Daily Hammer. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Road to Atlanta podcast and the Battery Power podcast, all part of the Battery Power podcast network. Free on all podcast platforms wherever you choose to listen. We certainly ask that you subscribe when Whenever you do listen, you can also find the great content over at BatteryPower.com as well as at Battery Power SBN on all forms of social media. Until next time, hopefully again, the Braves will be able to get a series win and end their opening season homestand with a winning record before they head out west. We'll have all the latest for you here on the Daily Hammer. Until next time, have a great day. Go Braves. Thanks for listening to the Daily Hammer.